welcome again to the inner sanctum. I'm Raymond, your host. Uh, come in, won't you, and sit down? Well, very nice to see so many of you here. People who believe in black magic, haunting, and ghosts. Huh? Oh, you don't believe in them? Well, our story tonight is about some sailors who didn't believe in them either. But it didn't take very long to find out that such things did exist. That they were wrong. Dead wrong. Inner Sanctum Mysteries brings you one of Broadway's and radio's best-known stars, Arthur Vinton. Tonight, Mr. Vinton appears as Captain Beast in Dead Reckoning, an original radio drama by Robert Newman. When you have that all-in, down-and-out feeling, you may be a victim of irregularity. Then you can help restore your usual pep and figure by taking one or two Carter's Little Liver Pills with a glass of water when you go to bed tonight. Carter's Little Liver Pills help you feel better by providing remarkable two-way relief. Relief you cannot expect from a simple laxative alone. Here's what happens. First, Carter's Little Liver Pills wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice. And they do this usually within 30 minutes after taking. Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that works so fast and so differently to help you feel up on your toes again. So don't go on feeling way below par when you can get this kind of relief with Carter's Little Liver Pills. Get a box from your druggist now, only 25 cents. And now I think we're ready. Ready to begin as weird and eerie a tale as ever made a sailor wish he'd never seen salt water. A story of... of something that came out of the fog to drag men to death in watery graves. So, if your nerves are good and you're not afraid of nightmares, then turn down the lights and listen to Dead Reckoning. The great banks which lie off our eastern seaboard, perilous waters, shrouded throughout most of the year by heavy fog. Slipping through the thick gray pall, with fog on wailing like a lost soul, in a small tramp steamer. It is late afternoon. There are two men on the bridge. Suddenly, the door of the wheelhouse opens. Afternoon, Mr. Ross. Afternoon, Captain. Well, this thing is pretty dirty, eh? That's, uh, better than ever. You got lookout posted? Just the one man in the bow and one aloft. Good. I've been sailing these waters for 20 years, and I'm never really happy till I'm off the bank. I know, sir. Get the fog. Never knowing what's ahead of you. What's likely to come out of it. Something's ahead, sir. Just off the port bow. What? Where? There it is, a schooner. It's almost dead ahead. Put your helm over hard. Hard over it, isn't it? He's still coming with... Ah, there, we'll just clear it, sir. Another half minute, we'd have cut her in two. Ahoy, you lovers! Something's the matter with you. Why aren't you sounding a foghorn? Something doesn't seem to be the matter, sir. There's no one at the wheel. Yes, you're right. No one at the wheel, no one on deck, and... Look there. A distress signal. We'd better look into this. Half-speed astern. Half-speed astern, sir. Half-speed astern. What do you think it is? I don't know. But she looks to me as if she's been abandoned. Maybe you'd better lower a boat, Mr. Ross. There is someone aboard it, sir. Look, they're coming up from below. Great. 
Scotty's dived overboard. He's swimming this way. Up forward, Mr. Austin. Heave my line. And when you get him on board, bring him up here. I, I... Make sure 
the boat's in place and everything's stored properly before we get on the way, man. Right, where we will. Oh, there you are, Mr. Ross. Well, what'd you find out? Nothing, sir. Nothing? Now, what do you mean? Just that, sir. We didn't find out a blessed thing. We looked over from stem to stern. Everything was shipshape. There didn't seem to be a single reason why they should have abandoned us. But there wasn't a soul on board. Strange. Mighty strange. Well, let's go inside and see if our friends come through yet. Yes, sir. Hey, trying to sit up. Oh, here, now let me help you. Yeah. Are you sure you're all right now? Yes, Sorry, I feel over I guess I was in worse shape than I thought I was. I'm sorry I spoke to you like that. Oh, now forget it. Uh, what's your name? Banning, sir. Joe Banning. Banning, yes. Excuse me, sir, but are we underway now? Yes, yeah, just got started. Why? Well, it's a schooner. We're away from... We're away from that cursed ship. The happier I'll be. You hadn't come along when you did. We'll have to spend one more night on board that yeah, ship. easy, Banning. Easy. There's nothing to worry about now. The world began two nights ago. We've been out on the ship. Out on the bank, we were fishing for about three weeks by then. We were just outing back to port when the water went funny. Funny? How? Turned salty and red. Red as blood. Ross, erosion in your tank. That's what we thought at the time. But that night, men started disappearing. Disappearing? Captain Bassett himself was the first. I left him at the wheel. I went below to get some grub. He came back and Becky was gone. Gone? Gone where? We didn't know. We put about, went back looking for him. We never found him. Stevens, the mate, took over and took the next trick at the wheel. When it was time to change watches, we found that he was gone too. What are you getting us? The truth. Well, we figured we could still make port even though we were short-handed. Anyway, we were pretty sure we'd be off the banks, out of the park belt by morning. So that if we flew a distress signal, it would be seen. But in the morning, there was still fog all around us. It was like we couldn't get away from it. And another man was gone. Now, look here, Sandy. Just a second, Mr. Ross. Let him finish. And that's the way it went. One man after another disappearing with no way of telling where they'd gone or what had happened to them. Not exactly, sir. Two more men went that day. Another that night. That left only two of us, Ross and myself. We were near crazy by that time. Trying to stick together. But we had to have someone at the wheel and we had to weed it. I went down to the galley to get some hard tack. While I was down there, I heard Larson scream. I went back to the bridge. There he was fighting with... With it. What? Just I, I couldn't really see it. Larson let out that one yell. Then went backward over the rails. I stood there staring. Something stopped and slammed and trying to take hold of me. I dived back down to the galley, slammed the door. Wait a minute, you mean... Honey, something had come out of the fog and boarded the schooner. Something you couldn't see. It got all the rest of the crew, and if you hadn't come along when you did, it would have gotten me, too. Uh, How long has it been since you had anything to eat, Fanny? Since you had any real rest? About two days. Ah. 
Well, now, suppose you see the cook. Have him give you something hot and then go forward and get some sleep, eh? We'll talk about this again in the morning. You don't believe me, sir, do you? You think I'm out of my head? Oh, now, now, Fanny. You run along, and like I said, we'll talk about this some more tomorrow, eh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't believe him, do you, sir? You mean you do? Well, I don't know. But I won't be sorry when we get off the banks out of this fog tomorrow. Good morning, Captain. Morning, Mr. Ross. Well, good morning, Banning. So, you feel well enough today to stand a trick of the wheel, eh? Yes, sir. I'm no deadhead. I don't mind working my passage. Good. Fine. Have breakfast yet, Mr. Ross? No, sir. The fog's still so thick, I thought I'd better stay on the bridge till you came, Topside. Funny thing, I thought we'd be clear of the banks by now. Mm, me too. Well, I asked the cook to bring some coffee up here to us. And later on, if the weather starts clearing, I'll sit it down here, cook. Aye, aye, sir. Anything the matter? What are you waiting for? Just for you to try the coffee, sir. Try it? What's wrong with it? <laughs> what is wrong with it? It's terrible. What did you put in it? I didn't put anything in it, sir. It's the water. It's gone funny. Funny? Turned kind of red and queer looking. Captain, that's, that's what happened on the sea spray just before. Not quiet, honey. It's probably just rust, Cook. Is it, sir? Does rust taste salty? I say it's rust. I don't want you to mention this to the crew. Very well, sir. So how are you going to keep them from finding it out for himself, sir? Oh, I almost forgot, sir. Sparks asked me to give you this. Oh, yes, the radio check on our position. Uh, check it with the chart, will you, Mr. Ross? That's all. Just finished taking the log reading and working it out on that. Great. God, this doesn't make sense. What doesn't? Look here. Here's what I figured we should be. Sir, the bank. Yeah. And here's our radio position still in the middle of the bank. Like where we were yesterday. What? But that's impossible. We've done a good 200 miles since yesterday. Of course, that's just by dead reckoning. <laughs> dead reckoning? That's just what it is. Fanning. You fools, I warned you. But you didn't believe it. The water turning to blood. The ship sailing around and around in the fog, unable to get away. That's what happened on the sea spring. That's what's happening to us. Don't you realize what that means? That thing from the sea. It's here on board this ship. <laughs> Can't be seen. It came out of the fog and dragged an entire crew to its doom. Has taken possession of another ship. Will the same thing that happened to the sea spray happen again? In just a moment, we'll find out. Meanwhile, don't sit back and envy the life of the party all that pep and ginger. You may suffer a headachey, sluggish feeling due to irregularities, but thousands of others do too. And many of them shake it off by taking Carter's little liver pills. Try them tonight, according to the directions on the package. Then tomorrow morning, see if you don't feel you can lick your weight in Wildcat. Here's the sound medical reason why Carter's little liver pills are so effective. They can give you two-way relief for sluggishness, something you cannot expect from a simple laxative. First, 
Carter's little liver pills wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice. And they start to do this usually within 30 minutes after taking. Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that helps you feel better. Well, how are you feeling now? Have you had a chance to catch your breath? Wipe the cold perspiration off your brows? <laughs> oh? Oh, what you've heard so far hasn't bothered you, huh? Hmm. <laughs> Wait. Just a moment later now, in the three minutes, still on the bridge. Standing at the wheel, Ross and Captain Bates staring at him incredulously. All right, Teddy, you're mad, Fanning, out of your head. Well, you still don't believe me, eh? Did the water turn into blood or not? Of course it didn't. That's nonsense. It's just rust, corrosion in the tank. And the fact that we're still in the same place you were yesterday after sailing for 24 hours? Our figuring was just off, that's all. Dead reckoning's never completely accurate. All right, Captain. That's the way you want it, fine. But I wonder what you're going to say when the men start disappearing. Come on, Who else is on watch, Mr. Ross? Who's the lookout? Ready, huh? Go get him. Tell him to come up here and take Fanning's place at the wheel. Hi, sir. Ready, hi there. Ready. Now, as for you, Fanning, uh, you'd better get back to your bunk and lie down. Yes, you see. Mr. Ross should never let you stand to watch. Oh, I'm sick, am I? It's all my imagination. Okay, Captain. Let's say you're right about the war, our position. What about the sea spray? What happened to my shipmates, the rest of the crew? I don't know, and I can't worry about that right now. I've been leaving the Coast Guard to look into it. But I'm not going to have you scaring the wits out of my crew. So if you say one more word about this to anyone, right, I'll... Captain. I won't. I've got a hunch I won't have to. What do you mean? Nothing except that... But he's not there. He's, he's gone. Gone? Gone where? I don't know. Reported here at 8,000, went up to the bar to relieve Blake. That's the last anyone saw of it. Is that the galley of the postal? No, sir. He, he must have dropped off to sleep or something. Fallen overboard. Fallen overboard. That's what we thought on the sea spray when Captain Bassett disappeared. But he didn't fall. He was dragged overboard by that, that thing. Will you shut up, Fanning? I won't shut up. What can I say to make you believe me? I, I said it was here, here on board this ship. And it's going to get the rest of us one by one unless... There's only one thing to do. Take to the boat. Step out to the ship and abandon it. What? No, I know you're mad. Get up forward and stay there. All right, Captain. I'll go. But remember, I warned you. Anything that happens from now on is on your conscience. Pardon, sir. Yes. Uh, shouldn't we be off the banks out of the fog by now? Why, no, Garth. We evidently made a mistake in our reckoning. According to the radio compass bearing we got this morning, we're still around the middle of the banks. Won't be clear until tomorrow. I see, sir. Oh, by the way, Garson, what are the men saying about Smitty disappearing that way? Why, nothing, sir. Except. Yes. Well, sir, they can't understand how he could have fallen overboard with the sea to come. And then there's this. Here's business of the water turning funny. That's even kind of jumpy about that, too. 
strong. Very well, Mr. Ross. I'll help you launch a life raft. If you like, you can go. But I'm staying with my ship. Well, in that case, I'll stay with you, sir. Good man. I kind of thought you would. What's our first move? Up to the radio room. We'll send out an SOS. That's for help. Right, sir. Even if you do think there's some explanation for everything that's happened, the ship is kind of spooky now, isn't it? Fog. Everything's quiet. Dead like. What's that? The engine room telegraph. Someone rang for half speed ahead. And... Why, we're moving, getting underway. Who? There's no one on board but the two of us. Maybe one of the engineers didn't go. Stay below. No one stayed, I tell you. No one. There's just the two of us on board and. Come on, So I'll try. I don't like this. You don't like it. I. Someone's coming. They're heading for the bridge. Can you see who or what? what? ship and picking it up and claiming salvage. Salvage? Oh, of course. Why didn't I think of that? How did it work? There wasn't anybody on the sea spray when I boarded it. Of course not. As soon as we spotted you, Dean and the rest of the crew got into the door and pulled away into the fog until after you searched the schooner. Meanwhile, I had two jobs to do. I had the pinnacle to throw your compass off so you'd sail in a circle and drop a chemical into the water tanks that would turn the water red. And what about Freddie and Blake? I... I killed him. I dropped Smitty's body over the side with a rope tied to it so I could haul it up again. This lake and chain lock while you cold, blooded, murdering. Listen. Fog on it. It's a sea break. They're cruising around waiting for me to pick them up. And there they are. Get ahead. Get to the wheel out, Ross. Hurry, we're heading straight for them. If we don't get off, we'll hit them. We run them down. Do, do you think? Yes. I'm afraid so bad. Propellers must have gotten those that didn't go down with the schooner. But maybe it's better that way. They say that drowning is easier than hanging, as you'll probably find out for yourself. Heavy weather, and while you're standing alone on the deck at night, 
something should reach out of the darkness and grab hold of you. <laughs> but don't worry. It won't be the thing from the sea. It'll just be one of the other passengers trying to find his way to the rail. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. If you hadn't done so, be sure to read this month's Inner Sanctum Mystery, Footsteps Behind Her, by Mitchell Wilson. Will you wake up tomorrow morning feeling chipper and spry? Or will you crawl out of bed with that sluggish, headachey, what's-the-use feeling due to irregularity? Well, try this. Just before you go to bed tonight, take one or two Carter's Little Liver Pills with a glass of water. Then see if tomorrow morning isn't rosy and bright. See if your usual pep and cheerfulness aren't back. There's a sound medical reason why Carter's bring you these remarkable results. Carter's Little Liver Pills provide two-way relief. Relief you cannot expect from a simple laxative alone. First, they wake up the flow of a vital digestive juice. And they start to do this usually within 30 minutes after taking. Second, they help restore regularity. It's this two-way relief that helps you feel better so fast and so differently. Good night. Present dreams, huh? This is the Blue Network.